this is true buzz that mary jane now we ain't new to this for my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts never heard a show as good as this yeah number one it's the best bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis business owners to growers even artists you know of so sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers true buds welcome my friends to True Buds TV for what I think is an anticipated episode. I got off my phone just now again. I talked to my buddy last week um, how to break into cannabis sales in a legal market. Um, I did a video years ago talking about kind of what I've learned from selling weed back in the day. So I want to come at you and just this is off the cuff type of stuff and kind of let you know my story and how it can maybe help you one day. So we'll start out when I first moved to LA. Um, I was acting and bartending. Um, so then, you know, I was out here for a couple of years and then I, you know, was doing the audition stuff, doing pilots, commercials, all that stuff. But my love for weed kept growing and growing. So I'm like, I'm going to, you know, take my foot off the gas there and make my own cool cannabis content so people can come find me. So I was doing that for years. I was bar managing, bartending, um, you know, five to seven days a week. And then I was making content three to five days a week, depending. Um, I was all about batching out content. That can be a whole separate topic and a whole separate video. So COVID hits. Uh, my restaurant bar got shut down. It was the first time in my life um, that I was ever unemployed. So I did collect that little unemployment at first when they were sending out the fat checks. And I'm like, let me take this time to transition fully into cannabis. And my thought was I want to do cannabis sales. Um, at the time, I loved edibles. Um, I wasn't quite as into the beverages, although I was a huge fan of them as well. So I send out my application to a bunch of different people on Indeed. I have a bunch of interviews or five to 10 or so interviews. Um, one of them was with a company I was really excited about at the time and still love their product, uh, Level Blends. They do their little pro tabs, really solid. Um, and then, you know, several other flower companies and whatnot. And then I saw it come up. I was scrolling through and it was for Piruana, which was a live resin powder, a cannabis spirit, a live resin uh, powder that you can mix in drinks. Um, and I literally said when I saw it, I'm like, this could be the fucking shit. This could be it. So I submitted it, had my interview, had a couple interviews, and got the gig. That was my first sales gig. Now, you know, I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty interview shit and whatnot, but basically, um, shout out Mark. Um, Mark was like, dude, you check a lot of the boxes. Um, and that's what I want to talk about for a second, because it can be overwhelming. All these jobs want you to have a book of business, but if you're breaking into the industry as a cannabis sales uh, guy or gal and you don't have a book of business... What do you have? And that's what I'm going to use, for example, right now of what I had. I had my cannabis media background at True Buds TV. I was already doing cannabis cocktail videos even way before this interview. So I was about that. Um, and I was kind of building that side. Um, and I helped, you know, with the um, direct-to-consumer program and building out their ambassador program once I came on board. So that was part of the pitch. And they also really liked how I had um, bar experience, bar management experience, because that plays and directly correlates into the lounge game. Now, I'm sharing this story with you and bringing this up because I'm sure you have skills like I had that are different. Uh, maybe you're not a bartender or maybe you don't do content. What do you do? Can you work that in and leverage it for your sales opportunity? Because it's all about getting your foot in the door, right? Once I was with Piruana, I grinded for them for about a year 
But towards the end, um, they had Paulo come on, Paulo Sorbal, who's now the GM of Cannes, super knowledgeable in the space. Um, he kind of came in my life as one of my mentors. Um, and he was working for Piruana at the time as my boss, essentially. He came on as a consultant. Um, and then, you know, we hit the road together. We would have our meetings every week. And then um, Piruana basically um, was acquired or liquidated. I don't know the exact everything that happened, but it was a startup. And that happens with startups. Luckily, um, Paulo had put me in touch with Koan, who I'm with now. Um, he's like, dude, I, you know, I like what you're doing. Um, here's an interview opportunity. And that led to where I am now with Koan Cordials, doing precision calibrated cannabis cordials, still in that beverage world. And that's where I've been really niching down in that beverage world. I've been doing cannabis sales um, in the LA area or California as a whole now for two years, two years of cannabis beverage sales, um, and still doing my True Bud stuff on the side, the marketing, all that good stuff. But this video is more about how do you break into the sales role. And I really think is building that resume up because at the time of my first submission or my first, you know, sending in this application out to all these places, like you have to think about what experience I had on there. I just had my bar management experience, bartending and my True Buds TV um, personal company and brand on there, as well as um, I also did uh, videography, marketing, and other content for my brother at Mind Muscle Academy. So I had the whole video angle with the bartending. Now it's being, you know, blended more into the sales world, and it's been so fun. And I wanted to do sales in particular. I'm always open to doing uh, marketing content, um, and I've bought that into both companies I've worked at before. Now, that's just kind of my two cents and my story of what happened to me and how I broke in. Now, I'm kind of an optimist in general, too, and I'm also somebody that's real with myself about shit, and, you know, I think you are, too, and that's where I look at it, and I'm like, dude, if COVID didn't hit, um, maybe I could have just be still bartending right now and making content. Maybe I would have had some content pop off, because what's happened in the past two years, I've still been making content, but my focus has been so much on the sales for Piruana and Koan. My personal company and brand has kind of been pushed to the side. I'm getting a lot better about making more content and kind of blending everything together. But I, that was intentional. I'm like, I'm gonna go all in on the sales stuff. And that's the beauty of it too. As you guys know, I wanna have my own, I already have my own company, True Buzz TV, but I wanna have more than that one day. And I believe in learning everything, you know, every piece of the puzzle. So then when I have my whole team, I can not only help them, but I can call people out if they're not living up to the standards or, you know, if just anything, little things, you know, from from cold calls to building out your sales pipeline to distribution to retailers um, to buyers to you know sell through to patient appreciation days to figuring out events and there's just a lot you can do and I think the most important thing for me personally I've always looked at when I was hiring people as a bar manager or if I was going to bring anybody on my co-on team or bringing anybody on my True Buds TV team I'm a huge proponent of just hard work good work ethic and a good attitude Give me that any day with somebody that has no experience than somebody that's super experienced but's a dick with a shitty attitude. For real. That's how I roll. So down the line when I'm starting to look for more people to bring on the True Buds TV team, and if you're somebody that likes making cannabis content, you like marketing, I'm trying to look for somebody right now kind of to really push the Instagram, especially the TikTok world. I'm making so much awesome YouTube content, but I just need to, you know, feed it down these other avenues and I need somebody to help. So if you're looking for a nice little side paid gig and you want to become part of the True Buds fam for real, hit me up, uh, truebudstv at gmail.com. Always putting those plugs in.
Now, let me talk to, uh, that's more of like the retail side of sales. Um, now I imagine a lot of you want to just break in online as an influencer. So let me take a little moment to talk about that and what I've learned. Firstly, the first thing I'm going to say even before I talk about that is the first and most important thing about this is you have to be passionate, truly, truly, truly passionate about cannabis because people have gotten this as a money play. You can see some of these big MSOs that are dead you have to love it first and foremost and be passionate about it. And that will also help you when you're selling. Now let's talk about if you're an influencer trying to break into the industry or just making content. What does that mean? First, you have to understand it's a crazy game. It's unlike most other, I can't think of any other industry that it's like because there's so many regulations when it comes to advertising. So you can't do your traditional means of advertising through streams or, you know, um, ad revenue and stuff like that. So you have to find sponsors, affiliate marketing, brand deals. All those are really where it's at. And the start, let's say you're starting from a blank uh, slate and you don't have anything. What do you like? Do you do infusions? Do you like rolling up? What kind of stuff do you like? Start making videos like that and reach out to brands that you would like to work with and become an affiliate and start making money that way. There's always that thing. It's like, oh, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. It's like, no, just start doing it. And that's the beauty of what I've focused on is quality, evergreen, educational content. Some of my videos off the start don't get the best views, but over time they build and build and have great conversion rates. And now I'm at the point where I can share these conversion rates with other brands to bring in more money. And that's something I wanna talk about that my brother Justin, shout out to him, has helped me on my journey as a whole. Um, when I first started it, and still, I'm such a creative guy, I love having fun with it, and he's helped me be like, dude, you need to make this a business. You need to make money off this. So I wanna share that with you because I was making all this awesome content and you know not necessarily making money on it, which is fine. I wanted to build my brand and I still do. I still put out tons of content that I don't make money on. I'm a believer in that. But I've also found brands and companies I can work with and sell stuff in videos. And it's not like a hard pitch, you know? But yeah, I'm, I'm usually just like, you don't have to buy this, but it's helpful and it works. And that's the thing, you could be somebody right now with a zero following. You find a product that you like and believe in, let's just say it's a bong. You buy the bong or you hit them up and they can send it to you for free. Um, let's just say you buy it because you have no following. You spend, you know, hundred bucks, whatever the cost is, and then you make like five quality pieces of content with that, with your affiliate link, and then you drive the sales that way. If your video is good enough and you've put enough love into it, I'm very confident it will convert even with a zero to no following, you know, like zero to no, it's like the same shit, but it's super interesting. And I've worked with influencers as a brand, you know, when I was with Piruana, you know, getting some of these pitch decks from influencers. And it's really interesting to see um, some of them. It's either this, like either they're really undervalued or they're really overvalued. And the latter is more, you know, people tend to really overvalue their shit. Um, some of these proposals I get, are like, are you fucking insane? You're following, you're, like, you're not even, no way you're worth five Gs for this collab. That's why I'm also a big fan of putting my money where my mouth is. And I still do it to this day. I'll hit up companies and say, hey, I really like your product. In exchange for your product, I can guarantee quality content for you. Um, and in exchange for your product and a coupon code, you know, an affiliate setup. And I'm like, I like to put my money where my mouth is. And I'm confident once you see my pro product, or, you know, my videos convert and sell your product that we can do more paid collaborations down the road. And that's just a nice easy end that has worked really, really well for me. And it's honest, like 
I also want to test the product myself. I want to see if I believe in it before I start doing a, you know, a huge brand deal with a product I don't believe in. So there's several reasons for that. And you approach it how you want to. There's just a lot of opportunity out there and you have to go through it through different means. And like I just said, I'm looking for somebody to kind of expand out in the TikTok, Instagram world on my website a little bit. But all that too is primarily to bring traffic to the website and YouTube. Um, and, you know, I didn't start it till like recently it's just having your pipeline looking at your you know if you're a cannabis influencer looking at it as the sales and taking that time back again to really focus on the sales and how you're going to bring revenue into your business and that's something that i'm very proud of with true buds tv because in the cannabis industry there's a lot of big players and there's a lot of people who are super in debt and don't make money any month. These are a lot of brands that are on California shelves. So something that I'm proud of, even not be able to go full time, even taking my foot off the gas these past two years, is I have profitable months, profitable months every single month with TrueBuds TV because I have zero overhead. I have this equipment that I bought. It's my time that I put into the videos and the content. And I know in the long run, it'll pay off because I do take that time take the time to take the time with the content to pay off down the road and that's when COVID hit too let me do a little tangent I'm like fuck because at the time I was in Kansas City I went to go visit my family when all this happened and I didn't know that I was going to get unemployment because I couldn't get to my mailbox in LA I was in KC for like four weeks or a month so I'm like fuck what am I going to do fuck what am I going to do I'm like I'm a double down on content I doubled down on my t-check content off the bat, I didn't see a lot right away, but a couple months in, I really started converting and those conversions helped me get through COVID. So take the time to make the content um, if that's the route you wanna go. I know where this is still in that sales vein, um, like everything I said before with the retail, you know, can apply through here and only help. And that's the beauty of it, you know, the, the, the sale of selling online on let's say a YouTube video is like way different than in retail. However, there's a lot of similarities as well. So each one's sharpening each other. So, you know, you're, you're really steel sharp and steel in that way that you're just going to keep um, honing your skills and marketing can evolve in that as well. Um, now let's talk about retail. If you want to break into retail, I think, you know, the obvious first one is be a bud tender. And like, I feel like there's steps to that game because a lot of the bud tenders or a lot, not a lot, a good amount of the buyers I met were bud tenders at one point or maybe delivery drivers or worked in a distribution hub or something like that. So you just get your foot in the door again in that in that retail space and then you just grind until there's a buying opportunity or you move on. There's a lot of job changing in this industry um, from you know buyer switching, bud tender switching. So, and there's always postings. I always see people hiring. So if you wanna get in to retail, I would say depending on your state, depending where you live, it's not that hard. And just know that the job's gonna be hard. I say that pretty often, like not that sales isn't making content, those are both hard, but I have fun and I love them. Um, when it comes to retail, that would be a little harder for me, I should say. I say that because I'm in there doing these events and I see the way some customers can be. I see people that don't tip that well. And that's a whole nother video. I've seen people talking about, should you tip? Should you not tip? My thought is you should always fucking tip, dude. I don't give a fuck. Um, anyway. Um, so, and you, people expect you to be so knowledgeable. 
which is a great way to learn. And that can, I've also met a lot of uh, bud tenders who've been bud tenders and met like brand reps and they've gotten, you know, a brand ambassador job or a sales job because they're passionate about the product. So working as a bud tender can give you, you know, your eyes, ears and everything. And you get these free samples and you can really test and see what the market's about. And you can even see what products are moving really well, right? If, if this product's moving really well and you notice they don't have many, like a big sales team or any sales at all, maybe you hit them up. Hey, I work at so-and-so shop. I know notice your products moving. I love to be a rep or an ambassador or something like that. Um, when it comes to the buying world, I don't know much about, like I know kind of how it works and all that. And I deal with buyers when I'm selling them product. But um, in terms of breaking into that role, I'll have a buyer on so we can talk more about that in general on this um, podcast. Delivery. A lot of these retail shops offer delivery. Um, you could try to start with a small one. You could try to start your own service. Um, delivery is interesting to me. Um, I think it's the future in a lot of ways. I think direct to consumer is, I think once, you know, that interstate commerce really opens things up, I think once we are able to ship, it will be a game changer. Then we'll have distribution companies like UPS and FedEx getting in the game who have all their shit just so buttoned up. Um, and I'm digressing here again. Also think of the market you want to be in. Maybe you're listening to this and you don't live somewhere it's legal. Would, do you want to move out to LA? Research the market. As you've maybe heard, there's a lot of things going on in LA. There's still a ton of money out here. It's still the Mecca in my opinion, but maybe you're better suited for a Florida market, a Missouri market, a Michigan, Oklahoma market. So really do your market research too. I mean, let's be real though. It's hard to beat Cali. The vibe out here is on point. Shops are awesome. We got these lounges. I love it out here. This is kind of my lifestyle that I like. But, you know, do you. And that's the most important thing, too, is being happy with it. Because, like I said, I've been so on the sales grind for two years that I started realizing, what's going on? Like, I need to do more True Buds. And I've been a lot happier doing that. So it's important to kind of understand that and kind of, you know, find your way through it. And once again, there's no right answer. This is just me talking to you, keeping it real, sharing my story with you. So hopefully it can help you break in. Hopefully you learn something. But I have a lot of fun doing this, you know, the boots on the ground sales, um, these lounges, um, and really enjoy the um, content game as well. As you can tell, I have hundreds, like five, six hundred videos total on YouTube. And some of those, like over a hundred of those are like hour long podcasts. So I keep building this content. And that's a cool thing, too, that I need like working on is I know when somebody finds my stuff it's just so many years of putting work in they have a whole library of content that they can get and and I and I back my stuff up sure I've learned sure I look back at some videos and they're cringy but I'd say one of the biggest things I'll say the last thing for creating is just keep doing it and that's what it's about it's a beautiful place it's a beautiful industry where I think a lot of people have come and gathered who you can there's there's a lot of not only opportunity, but a lot of creativity, a lot of freedom, a lot of openness, a huge sense of community. Um, and it just feels good too, really good at the end of the day to know you're helping people. Like for instance, I gave my, um, our sleep product, I gave a multi-serve to somebody who was recently diagnosed with breast cancer. And they said they've gotten the best sleep, best rest of their lives. So let's not forget that either. We can talk about sales. We can talk about making money. We can talk about doing such and such. But at the end of the day, it's awesome just to be able to hold your head up high and know that you're helping people out, you're changing lives, and you're having fun and making money. So I hope this video finds you well, and I'll catch you guys on the next one.